0: Okay, let's all take a deep breath. That was amazing. If you had to answer the question, what is church? What would you say? Today, you might answer it a little differently than you would have yesterday. It would certainly be exciting. To what would you compare us? We've all mostly heard Paul's description of the church as the body of Christ. That image visualizes each of us as having different yet essential functions that make the whole body work. One is a hand, another is an eye, another is a foot. And of course, he uses this image to remind us that we each have different gifts, and that is true. But what about our commonality? What do we use those gifts for? One of the most compelling descriptions I've read compares the church, and specifically the ministry of the church, to barn raising. Now, barn-raising is not something most of us have seen or been a part of. It isn't a regular part of modern life like it was in the past. But it is a great image, so I want to describe it for you and refresh your memory of hearing about it in history classes or 19th century novels. This is a description by the writer Anne Rothorn. The community of farmers from around the countryside gathers at the farm where the new barn is to be built. They build the frame, carefully measuring each piece of wood, sawing and nailing it all together while the frame still rests on the ground. Then ropes are attached, and all the farmers pulling together raise the barn. However strong or expert in the fine art of barn building a particular farmer might be, it would be impossible for him or her, by himself or herself, to raise the barn. It couldn't be done. But a group of farmers pulling together are strong enough to raise the sturdy structure. In any group of farmers, there will be a variety of talents. Some will have steady eyes for measuring. Others will be proficient in carpentry. Children can drive nails. One farmer might shingle the roof better than another. Another might be able to make strong doors and secure a loft. There will be others who bring in the lemonade during the day and provide a bountiful banquet at the end of it to celebrate the raising of one more barn. I love this image for so many reasons. First of all, because it is communal. All of the people pull together to achieve their common purpose, and none could do it alone. They can only do it together, and it requires each of them with their specific skills and talents. I also love it because it's active. This is an image of church in which everyone is doing something, and it isn't church without them doing their part. And this image is about our ministry. It's more than what we do, it's about our purpose. The goal isn't to saw wood or drive nails, it's to build a barn. Like barn raising, church is communal and active and has a purpose. To be church, all the members must pitch in. We must do something. We contribute to a goal. Our goal is not to write sermons or teach children or take care of vulnerable people. It's to build the kingdom of God. The barn-building image helps us to see what church is and what church does. There are no watchers at a barn raising. There is no audience when we are church. If you've ever wondered what your part is in church, I invite you to consider this idea of church as a group enterprise that relies on everyone pitching in and which needs your particular presence and gifts and which has an important purpose. At this point, I want to remind you of something that Zach and I have said before The clergy don't do church for you. No no matter how many words we say or what we do with our hands up at the altar, it takes all of us gathered to worship and make Eucharist. And in fact, if I stood at that altar and said the whole Eucharistic prayer by myself in an empty building, it would not be Eucharist. It would not be communion without the community. So I invite you to consider the words of God to Jeremiah, as if they were spoken to you. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And before you were born, I consecrated you. Not all of us are called to be prophets, as Jeremiah was. Yet many might answer similarly to God's invitation to him. I'm too young. I'm not qualified. I'm not great at the thing you're asking me to do. Yet in us, each of us individually, and all of us together, God sees possibilities. In fact, God saw possibilities in us before we even were. God sees possibilities in us the same way God saw possibilities in Jeremiah. And as with Jeremiah, God is faithful to us. We are not thrown out into the world with a task and no resources. God gives us the words, the wisdom, and the strength to answer God's call. And the most important gift is that God gives us each other. I strongly believe the idea that God knows us before we even were is true of each one of us individually and all of us together. Before there was a church, God knew and saw the possibilities of the church and our particular role in it. So for us, God's call is to be church both inside these walls and outside them, both in our individual lives and collectively as the church. Now, As you can see, I've laid out a case here. Church is like a barn raising in that it relies on each of us doing our part. That part is active. And God specifically called every single one of you and all of us together to raise that barn. Or, more directly, to be the church. In here and out there. That's my case. We are the church. The church does things, and those things require you. The things we do require you, because you bring something unique with you, because we can't do it without you. Much of the year, I would typically take this opportunity to point to the many ministries we offer in the wider community, and I certainly hope that every single one of you, to the extent that you are able, will join us in feeding the hungry, housing the unsheltered, educating youth and immigrants and many other activities that you can find regularly on the back page of your bulletin. But you are also invited and encouraged to consider your role here in this place. The way we pull together each week to build our barn, to do our worship, is the model for how we do ministry out in the world. We do it together. We do it because when God called us to be the church, God called us to be the church. Take a look around you. There are people in this room who handed you a bulletin, read scripture, and who will bring up the offerings of bread and wine to the altar on behalf of all of us. There are people in this room who set up the linens and vessels at the altar who are supervising our children right now and who provide our music. There are people in this room who make sure there is caffeine available to all of us. (laughs) You can be one of those people. We need everyone to pitch in with these ministries, because this is what it takes for us to build our worship and our ministry together. And because when we actively do those things together every week, it models how we will work together in the rest of our ministry. Your homework for this week is to think about how you will help us raise our barn how you will help us be the Church. The word of the Lord has come to us and reminded us that before we were formed in the womb, God knew us and saw possibilities in us. Before we were born, God set us apart to be the Church together. And when we balk, thinking we're too young or too inept, God reminds us that God is faithful and gives us everything we need to be the Church. Amen.